Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How are we doing today, Bryce? Um, you know, recently it's been pretty cold, but uh, today it's like, you know, above negative. So we are figuratively chilling instead of literally chilling today. I feel that. I feel that. Um, so we're just going to get right into it. We got the uh, conference championship recap to talk about because we had the AFC and NFC championship recaps last weekend, and they went about as expected. Well, yeah, we picked them. We surprised. picked them both right. So yes. So we'll start with the AFC championship: Chiefs thirty-five, Titans twenty-four. Um. um I was disappointed in Tennessee, and I know they were the underdog and have been playing that role the whole um, playoffs, but they really just came out and didn't change anything. They, I mean, Tannehill passed more, and he had the best game of you know his this playoffs, but um, it was really they tried to go to Henry, and it was like whenever Henry was on the field, the Chiefs were like, all 11 guys are looking at Derrick Henry. And when he tried to run, they just he didn't get anywhere. I mean, he he was bottled up the entire game and I mean, yeah, it's no secret that Derrick Henry was the best part of the Titans offense this season. Um I agree. I really think that they should have gone to the pass more. I mean, Tannehill had a decent game. It, it was by was... far his best that he put up. Um and really, the thing that was doing the best for them, for when they had like when they were kind of in control of the game, was the play action. They were burning them on the play action because if all eleven guys were on Henry, like or that was like the main focus. If they ran play action more, I mean, after a while, obviously they, you know, get used to it. But they probably could have run it a couple more times. And who knows? They actually have deep threat guys that that would work with. AJ Brown and you know uh, they had uh, Humphreys back for this game who I mean not exactly a deep threat but he works um I feel like the pass should have been a little more uh should have been a little more game planned into that game for them but I mean credit to the Chiefs defense you know holding Derrick Henry to 70 yards not even is that's a feat that is a definite feat. Oh yeah, you know he was he was pretty much neutralized this game. Which I mean, if you hold yeah. Derrick Henry to like under eighty yards, I'd say that's probably neutralizing the offense because much, obviously I mean, he's just such a big part of this offense that he yeah, he just was the whole offense. Um, and I thought that the Titans would have tried to like you know, obviously Henry still be the main guy during the game, but have you know something else up your sleeve and it looked like they did for a little bit like they did a lot of play action to start and it was working and they had like a 17-7 lead 
I believe. Um, uh, but... Yeah, they were up. They were up seventeen to seven, with like four minutes left, no. and then they put off two touchdowns. And I'm I'm sorry about that. Someone's doing some fucking shit upstairs, but um. <laughs> Yeah, they had a they had a lead and obviously a ten point lead against Kansas City. That's not by any means a safe lead. Honestly, no. I would argue that anything outside of twenty eight anything inside of twenty eight points is not a safe lead against Kansas City. I mean, yeah, the this, the Titans defense didn't really do much either. I mean, they started off nicely and they held them for a few drives, um, but yeah, I mean after after they went down two possessions Mahomes just kicked it into gear in a way that they couldn't keep up with and like that's the thing like if you lose a lead right or if you don't even have one and you're a running team mainly you're screwed because I mean it's just you can't keep up with that you have to build and maintain a lead and chew clock on the ground and that's how you win your games and it worked against you know teams like the Pats and Ravens who just couldn't get it going on offense all game long, but as soon as the Chiefs figured it out, it was it was over because they just they blew too much time. There was a drive. Um, it was like their f- first drive of the second half. Is no, it, I don't think it was their first, but there was a drive in the second half where the Titans were down at this point, and it took them. They spent like, let me look. I want to give the exact. It's ridiculous, and they went. So 17 yards, I think. I want to look at that drive. Oh, you know, I know what you're talking about. Um, that drive, it spent, they spent like five minutes, maybe more. It was in the third. Yeah, they spent four minutes, right? They spent four minutes. They were down four at this point. They spent four minutes going 17 yards. That, That's how you lose games. That's, that is how you lose games. You cannot be down I mean it was a one possession game too it was 21-17 and they spent four minutes going they didn't get two first downs you can't do that you have to throw the ball I mean even if it's you know not ideal you're down in the second half you have to throw the football so I mean it is what it is Um, I'm proud of the Titans they did well they knocked off the almost the one, two, and three seed in the same playoff. So she's imagine. And if they won the Super Bowl, it would have been another one seed. But probably would have been the most unlikely Super Bowl run. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was no one thought this team was going to make the playoffs, and they made the AFC Championship. So good for them. But there's obviously some things they have to work on in in the off season. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll move on to the NFC Championship, and wow, um, this game, thirty-seven to twenty, the Niners beat the Packers. I mean, um, it was really all Raheem Mozart, man. He just he dominated. Uh, he had two hundred twenty yards on almost thirty carry. I mean, he had seven and a half yards of carry. That's ridiculous. On 29 attempts. That is outrageous. I mean, if you can play well enough for your QB to only throw eight times and you win by 17, 
that's a fantastic game. So the defense played well. They really like until like the fourth quarter, really, they just dominated them. Um, they didn't Packers couldn't even get a score in the first half. They just looked terrible. The Packers for the first two quarters looked abysmal. They were terrible. They just could not get anything going at all. Um, and it just the Niners just shut them down. Yeah, simple as that. The defense just absolutely dominated them. Um, I I just it was bad, and I I would. I, I had the Niners, and I knew the Niners were going to win. I just thought the Packers were going to do something. Like, they just looked really bad for most of the game. They didn't really even look that great until the fourth where they finally got, like, something going. But, yeah, man, that was – it was it was bad. You know – I, I also picked the Niners, It's but I also did expect the Packers to show a little bit more life in this game, at least in the first half. I would have expected them to at least come out with something. Obviously, Raheem Mostert said, nah fam, and just... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I expected the Niners to win. They won. I don't really have much else to say about that. Yeah, I mean... We'll see. The Packers offseason is going to be interesting. They got some guys that are free agents. Like Blake Martinez is the big one. Um, oh, yeah, Blake Martinez. So we'll see what happens, but... A lot of people said this is the worst 13-3 team of all time, and I can't agree with that because they won a playoff game. <laughs> Actually, a pretty good one, too, because the Seahawks were not easy. Uh, but they beat them. So I, I don't agree with that, but they certainly didn't help the case in this I don't game. Know, worst worst thirteen and three team of all time. I mean Who even thinks about that shit? <laughs> I mean, they weren't even the only thirteen and three team in this playoffs. Like the entire the top three seeds were thirteen and three. The Saints lost to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's what I that's what I said. I, I met like hey, the, at home. The, yeah, the Saints were thirteen and three and lost to the Vikings at home in the wild card. So I don't know how you can call the Packers the worst thirteen and three team of all time when they weren't even the worst thirteen and three team in the playoff. So I mean, shit, man. I don't know. Well, anyways, it is Pro Bowl week. You know, everyone's favorite week of the season. I like that they give us a preview of what the off season's going to be like before the Super Bowl. <laughs> that that's nice of them because no one's watching this shit, and we already know. Like, I no one cares, and the Pro Bowl isn't really something that anyone's. I don't know if it's savable. I mean, there's things that could happen. I think they had a step in the right direction with the Hall of Fame coaches, but I don't think they do that anymore. No, well, they it's don't. Back to AFC. It's back to AFC. Well, I think, oh, no. Do they have the the coaches still doing it, or do they have actual NFL coaches doing I it? I think it's, like, NFL coaches. All right. Yeah, so I think they are back to uh, regular NFL coaches, and they're back to the AFC-NFC format. So it's, like, going back to when, like, how the Pro Bowl used to be. Mm-hmm. But... 
No one really cares. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't think many people do. It's just not something that people are ever going to care about, I think. But... I don't know, like, is there is there anyone, like, on... Is there even... Like, last year we had Mitch Trubisky in the Pro Bowl, which... Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's there this year. Tannehill deserves it, though. He at least mm, played good. He deserves it in terms of, like... Like, recency, like, recently, sure, but... Mm. I mean, this season, I think... It's just a bunch of people who are sad they didn't make the Super Bowl, man. I, I I don't want to watch that. Bring back the Hall of Fame coaches though, because that was cool. And I like I like how they're doing the skills challenges. I like how they do that because that's at least like uh, it's, it's it's something. It's at least interesting. Yeah. Ish. Somewhat. It's like there. It exists. But I think that's enough Pro Bowl. Well, not exactly, because this year's Pro Bowl is actually oh, never kind of important. You're right. You're right. And so onside kicks, which, because, you know, the, the league never is quite satisfied with how kickoffs work. Uh, they're trying out a new rule in the Pro Bowl this year. Um, they are, instead of just doing, like, a kickoff, they're doing a 4th and 15, where well, if this you get is, it, you get uh, the ball. Yeah, instead of onside kicks. Yeah, this is instead of onside kicks. So, is it 15 or 10? No, it's 15. 15, okay. So you have to get you have to convert on the 4th and 15 to get it. And if you don't get it, they uh, get the ball. They the get the ball. ball spot. That's like how it works. So, I like this actually. I am a fan of this rule. I think that I think it's better than onside kicks. Um, I'm a big advocate of abolishing the kickoff completely. Like, I don't think it's it should be a thing. But this this rule is interesting. Like, cause this is way more fun. You know, like this is like how you would do it in backyard football. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So like, yeah, definitely. I love that. Like, this is an interesting rule. I hope that it becomes something. Because the owners already shot this down. Well, they shot it down last season, yeah. but they're going to vote on it again this season. I like it. I actually it, like it. I like this. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about abolishing the kickoff entirely. But um, I could definitely see this being a viable replacement for the onside kick if it works out good in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but so I like I like that they're trying it out here. I mean, is there going to even be a situation this even comes up in the Pro Bowl? Like, they'll they'll definitely they'll they'll probably try it out for gimmick, like you know, just hey, we're going to onside kick it. Just kidding, we're going to well, we'll do we'll go for the onside attempt, but so like, see, that's interesting. Fifteen because instead of an onside kick, right? You would just you know what you you know you you finish. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a point to add on after this. So like opening kickoff like you you win the toss um and you do this right like you go for the fourth and 15 and get it do you still get the ball at halftime i i would think so because if it works like an onside kick you definitely do yeah yeah you would Bro, honestly i like this this is chaos and <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm i'm all right it. so think about this think about this so 
I'm going to make this point first because it's more relevant to the point at hand, and then I'm going to do my other point after that. Okay. So my first point is, let's imagine a team with a super explosive offense, like the Chiefs, mm-hmm. wins the toss, and they choose to kick. Yeah. In theory, they could play a full 60-minute game without being on defense. How? So you choose to kick, but you decided to onside kick instead of starting. So you convert the 4th and 15, which is, you know, like a 3rd and 3 for Patrick Mahomes. Right. And, you know, they just keep scoring. They just keep doing that every drive. Mm, I mean, I... Yeah? In theory, you could do that. I guess on paper, yeah. That's technically what you could do. Instead of kicking off, you just run the 4th and 15 and keep doing... See... That's actually hilarious. I like it's it. toxic as hell. I love I, I love that actually. That sounds fucking funny. That sounds like some shit that you do in Madden. At one point though, they're gonna stop it. Like it's, it cannot work every single time. But technically, yeah, you're right. I mean, fifteen yards really ain't that much for like an offense like that. So yeah, I'm cool with that. So my other point that was more relevant to what you were saying earlier, I think that they might be encouraged by like the league executives to try this out. So we might see like four or five attempts at it this game. It might not be practical, but since it's the Pro Bowl, there's no you know implications with it. I think that they would probably be encouraged to try it a few times just to see how it works. That's just my thinking. Hmm. I think I just this is fun and I just want it. Like I just want this. Cuz like the idea you just brought up is fucking hilarious. That's so funny. Like just a team just endlessly getting fourth and 15s and just scoring over and over again is hilarious. I mean, scoring records are going to be broken if like a team If that happens, oh my god, yeah, you could easily just I mean, you could technically just be on offense for the entire game if it works. For all 60 minutes, I mean, yeah. technically, right now that could still happen, but onside kicks. Just... It's it's way less likely. Yeah, it's this way, it becomes way more likely. Yeah, it definitely becomes more likely if you do this. That's really funny. I want this now. That makes me want it more. Just like a, oh. a team endlessly being stuck on defense is hilarious. But either way, um, was that all the Pro Bowl you got? That's that's the only thing we got for the Pro Bowl. Right. Um, the last thing for football, and this actually just happened today. I mean, it got announced a couple of days ago, but um, Eli Manning has officially hung it up, Bryce. I know. Your franchise QB, who is no longer your franchise QB. Well, I mean, he stopped being franchise QB like two years ago, but that's not the point. Um, I've given Eli a lot of shit uh, in the last few years, and I'm not going to say all of it was undeserved, but some of it. Um, He did things for the Giants that not a lot of people did. Um, and he's definitely on the Giants' Mount Rushmore, hundred percent. Um, he he just man, 
It's crazy. I'm trying. I'm trying to imagine Eli Manning with one of his uh, goofy faces that became memes on a. Uh, you could have Mount a Mount Rushmore. Rushmore of Eli memes, and I think that is great. That would be <laughs> that is awesome. Great. I just like <sighs> Eli got a lot of um a lot of shit from people like me at you know the last few years, and I knew that. I mean, you knew this was coming. Uh, he, he we know he didn't want to be a backup. And I don't blame him. And the franchise is it's Daniel Jones's now. He's the QB of this team now, at least for now. And realistically, yeah, he could leave the Giants and you know go extend his career a few more years at some team like Jacksonville or something. But at the end of the day, he wanted to be a Giant until he was done, and he did that. So good for Eli. Uh, Thank you for them rings. We appreciate those. And that's really all you need to be a legend in New York. If you win a ring here, you are a, a forever a legend. And he's going to be enshrined in Canton in a few years. So he's more than just a New York legend. Uh, he's he'll be um, he'll be appreciated well in his retirement. I think that now that he's retired, we can, you know start to admit you know he did some great things in his career which a lot of people wouldn't admit that before but um to the people the people that don't think he's a hall of famer uh their main argument is you can't put a guy in the hall of fame off of two good games and i you're you're really not though i mean that's that's you're looking at it obviously he won two super bowls but he did so much more than that i mean he's top 10 you know, several meaningful passing stats. He had he had a good career. He had a lot of memeable moments. He had a lot of really awful moments happen in his career. But, I mean, he still had a really solid career if you look at it. And he didn't exactly have the best supporting cast for the most part. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give him credit where credit's due. He is absolutely a Hall of Famer, as much as I hate to admit it. But, um, hey, congrats on a great career, Eli. I know you're definitely listening to this, so... You know, I tip my cap to you. Yeah. Well, the point I was going to make is what I was going to say about, you know, you can't put a guy in the Hall of Fame off two good games. But what I was going to say to that and my response to that is if you think he only had two good games in that career, you weren't paying attention. He was actually a good quarterback. And not just in those playoffs, although that's where he really shined the most. Yeah, so um, I think we're going to shift gears right here and we're going to move on to the MLB and talk about the MLB Hall of Fame because we had a couple of guys get inducted into the Hall this week. Literally and a couple. That's why I said a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll start off with the, the bigger one first. Your guy Derek Jeter got in with like 99.7% of the votes, which I'll give all the props in the world to the guy who left Jeter off his ballot just because he wanted to be a dick. But, um... I mean, I would respect it more uh, if he went public, but he clearly ain't about it like that. So He's a coward. So he's just a bitch. Um, but that doesn't matter. I don't care how much of the vote he got. I'm just happy that... You know, we got another Hall of Famer. 
Um, it's just a lot of I don't get it. Like so many, the only person to ever be a unanimous is Mo, and he deserved it. But there are so many more players that should have been a unanimous Hall of Famer, man. I know we've talked about this in the past, but like. You're telling me Hank Aaron wasn't unanimous? Barry Bonds wasn't unanimous? That was Ken or, no, Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Obviously, Barry Bonds isn't going to be unanimous. Uh, Babe Ruth's not going to be... Wasn't unanimous. Barry Luke Garrett Bonds might unanimous. not even make the Hall of Fame, so... Which is, you know... Egregious. We've talked about that well, before. It's egregious that, that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, but hopefully he will be one day. He's got two more years on the ballot, so... Shit, man. I mean, maybe year 10... A lot of I don't know. A lot of voters love to wait as long as they possibly can. I don't get Which why. Which is what happened with vote. Larry Walker too, by the way. Who's well, the yeah, second? Shout guy. out Larry Walker. Thank God he made it. But in like, because... why was he on the ballot for ten years? Because I I don't get it. You have ten votes, and these guys will vote for like three guys. Yeah, a lot of knowing people... damn well that Barry Bonds has been on that ballot for years. And if you tell me that Barry Bonds shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because of steroids, I'll I'll count you with this. Maybe MLB should start being more lenient on steroids because it makes the game better. I don't know about that. That's a bit of a fool. Tell me baseball isn't better when there's more offense. Um, shit, at this point, man, baseball is in a very um, fragile state when it comes to cheating uh, and... A lot of people, including myself, are pretty not happy with the juiced-up balls. And I don't know if they're going to be coming back this season, but we'll see. I just... The MLB, like, is very odd. It's really unique because it's... The MLB is much different. It's much differently run than the uh, than the NFL or NBA is. Like, they just... They do a lot of things that really like are kind of outdated and like i i guess i kind of get it but at the same time it's like like we i've brought this up before the dh thing is to this day baffling to me like that is such a big difference and it's like it's the same sport but if you're playing in yankee stadium you get a dh but if you go play the mets your pitcher has to hit. That is literally, I've used this comparison before. It is like if you went to play the Knicks, the shot clock's 24 seconds. But if you went to play the Nets, the shot clock's 32 seconds. That is literally how big of a difference that is. Nice New York sports analogies, Bryce. I well, I mean, that. I only use proximity teams. Yeah. I, it's just like, I don't get it. Baseball is just very awkward. It's very weird. The greatest, the leading hitter of all time and the leading home run hitter of all time are not in the Hall of Fame. In fact, one of them is blacklisted from the Hall of Fame and will never be in the Hall of Fame. And one of them is essentially blacklisted, which is egregious. We'll see. I feel like year 10 is the year. Not next year, but 2023 is the year um, we might see Bonds in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I hope so. Because he deserves it. Oh, he definitely deserves it. Because he... it's not like he was only getting home run power because he was on steroids. He was mashing the balls before he was on steroids. The steroids just turned him into a freak. I mean... Which, you know, I mean, you can have your own takes on that, but 
I personally don't. I understand why there's an issue with it, but at the same time, it's like. I mean, they put a lot of guys in the Hall of Fame that are questionable. And the way they select Hall of Famers is also egregious, by the way. Should definitely be different. Uh, I don't understand why you would give writers like that all that power. I mean, you could change it. You could change, you could ruin a player's whole legacy in life doing that. Now, with Barry Bonds, that's not exactly the case. His legacy is just too great to diminish. And him not being put in the hall is more of a stain on baseball than a stain on Barry Bonds. But you cannot give writers like this all that power. And if you're going to give writers like this all that higher, use damn... What? If you're going to give writers that power, use damn good ones. Don't use some... Don't use who you're using right now. We got way too many people who are just way too... Who, they think this is the 60s baseball. I'm going to tell you, it's not. 60s... Yeah, per sources, it is not the 60s 60s were anymore. 60 years ago. Get over it. People, what, the cheating we're seeing now, I mean... Look, baseball's built on cheating. It really is. Baseball is... Since the dawn of its existence has been... It's just, how do we find a loophole and cheat? That is basically baseball. And not putting Pete Rose, who didn't really even cheat, by the way. Why he's blacklisted is bullshit. But putting guys like Clemens and Bonds, you know... Deciding they're not Hall of Fame worthy because they cheated is unfair to them, I think. And they think they should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, Clemens and Bonds both deserve to be in the Hall of it because they were, they're two of the best players of all time at their respective positions. I mean, I just... I don't know. Baseball is really shit, man. <laughs> like, it's... I, I don't like it very much. And the fact that, like, I don't really care that Jeter's not unanimous. I'm just, like, wondering how so many others aren't. Because, like, this makes me think, like, when Mike Trout's finally done, which is probably going to be, like, you know, however many years from now, is he going to be unanimous? Like, I would hope so. I mean, he's probably the I mean... greatest player to ever do it. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, like I've already mentioned, Babe Ruth wasn't unanimous. No. Fucking Demagio, Lou Gehrig wasn't unanimous. Lou Gehrig, which, Ted Williams uh, wasn't unanimous. Ted Williams wasn't. Nolan, Nolan Ryan wasn't. Cy Young wasn't. And I Cy just, Young has a, an award named after him. Like, Yeah, I feel like if you've got an award named after you for, like, being really good, you should probably... Like, Willie Mays wasn't unanimous. Who are these people? I don't understand. Like, how do you look at these players who just were unbelievable and think, yeah, no, not, not, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. How do you look at Ken Griffey Jr.'s career and think that's not a Hall of Famer? Someone did. I mean, it would, it would be one thing if there was like a really stacked ballot and you'd want to leave him off just so you give other guys that are deserving a shot because you know he's already going to be in. But there weren't 10 guys on this ballot that were like that. Jeter, like, okay. This ballot sucked, realistically. It was not a very good ballot. 
And a lot of people got upset because a lot of people just voted for Jeter and that was it. Um, well, some did. Obviously, Larry Walker got 75% of a vote. So most people have Larry Walker too, but Larry Walker should have been in by now. Um, I mean, I I can think I would have put five guys on my ballot this year at least. Well, I would have I would have four. I would have Bonds, Clemens, Jeter, and Walker. I would have had those four, and I would have had Kurt Schilling too. No, Kurt Schilling doesn't deserve it. I he does. No, As a player, he, no does. he doesn't. Yes, he does. Definitely doesn't. Kurt Schilling absolutely does. He doesn't. He definitely doesn't. He was not that great. Yes, he was. That's just not. That's just not true. He was absolutely. He he, he should be in the hall for what? Being a pitcher, that was good, really good. I've seen some really good pitchers. Shit, Clemens on there. He ain't in the hall either. He should be. He's he's getting blackballed just like Bonds. I don't think Kurt. I mean, he might make it like in his last year or something, but I I will probably never give him my vote. I don't think he deserves it. Well, when the IWH ballot is uh, officially brought in, the IWH ballot. when we have, when we start getting our own votes for the hall, that ain't happening. I don't even want it. I won't even do it. Seriously, so like if if like the Baseball Writers of America approached you and said, "Hey, we know you don't meet the qualifications by any way, but we love your content so much that we want to give you a vote for the MLB Hall of Fame," you'd just be like, "Nah." No, I wouldn't do it. Because my vote, I mean, like, by the time that would happen, I just, Bonds would probably wouldn't even be on the ballot, so I wouldn't care. Let's say, let's say next year it happens. Next year? You're still saying no? I mean, I want to help Bonds any way I can, so I might hide the fact that I fucking despise them and do it. Um, but, yeah, man, I... I don't have much respect for the the baseball writers of America, those fucking boomers. Fair enough. I'd do it. That would be pretty sick. Would be sick. And I, I'd be I'd be fully public with it too. I'd be like, yeah, I voted for Bonds. What are you gonna do about it? I mean, a lot. I mean, he got over half the vote. So I mean, I think he, most he, of he them hit are. Six, he hit sixty this year, didn't he? No, I think he's at like fifty-five or something like that. So um, the majority of writers are voting for him. It's just not enough because he needs seventy five percent, which is such a weird number. I mean, just, it would be either that or sixty seven percent because they're not going to go off a simple majority. Yeah, I can understand a super majority where you get two thirds, but you need three fourths of the vote. Just think, you need more votes to get into the MLB Hall of Fame than you need to impeach the president. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, you know, that's baseball. If there's if there is a fact that would define baseball, it's probably that. <laughs> you need more votes to get into the Hall of Fame than you would to remove someone from a per- place of power. That's just how it would be. That's just how it would be. Before we get too political, let's move on to uh, our other little bit of baseball news. Um, we, we're going to do a whole big free agency recap and trades and shit. But, um, Bryce, you wanted to talk about Ozuna going to the Braves. Well, that's a big deal. I mean, that kind of, like, seals the, uh, the NL East for me. Because, like, I mean, the Mets have been kind of, like, 
They didn't really the do anything this offseason. They kind of just, like, vibed. They got Batanzas, but, like, I'm not very sure on that one because he's... He's he's very inconsistent. He's damaged good. He's really good. He's damaged good, though. He just had a pretty big injury. So we'll see. He might just leave after this year anyway because he came for Beltron and Beltron's gone. I think it's the funniest thing that the Mets had nothing to do with the 2017 cheating scandal, and yet they got one of the harsher punishments for it. Well, they gave the punishment to themselves. Yeah, I guess. I mean, no one. Not I've said this before. Not a single person was like calling for Beltron to be fired, and nobody, like literally zero people. And they're just like, eh, yeah, let's fire him. They got, they got all the consequences with none of the benefit. I don't, I, I, I will never understand that decision. But whatever, it is what it is. Now I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just to avoid the PR nightmare that would come with it. But what PR nightmare would come with it? Because no one was asking for him to be fired. I don't know. There is I'm no. Just thinking hypothetically. There isn't even a PR nightmare there because no one was like calling for that. The worst that would happen is like when they're on the road, just be like yelling "cheater" at them. Like you're a grown ass man, you can handle that. <laughs> I, I don't. I won't understand it. I never will. But Ozuna going to the Braves is kind of disgusting, to be honest. Like this Braves team is stacked, man. That outfield is they lose probably Donald- the best outfield in baseball. Yeah, it probably is. They lose Donaldson, but. Ozuna. Which is fine. I mean, Donaldson played great, but... I mean, Ozuna's pretty good bad. <laughs> I mean, you got a nap field now with Ozuna, Albies, and Acuna. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's that's really good. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> I think they... Like I said, that's probably the best outfield in baseball right there. I think... Yeah, that's up there. Um, In terms of hitting, probably. I mean, this guy's all field, too, because, you know, NL, no DH, so they all got to play in the field. Ozuna's a good fielder. Ozuna's a good fielder. Acuna's a great fielder, and Albies is, you know, he's pretty good. Albies is underrated, to be honest. He's actually sick. But. I mean, I I think this is a great move for Atlanta. It's huge, honestly, especially because they lost. Um. Donaldson, and they get kind of that bat back. But we'll get to that. We'll probably do another uh, pretty embarrassing uh, MLB predictions segment soon because the last time we did that, it did not go very well. Yeah, that was a fun episode. That was, yeah. I mean, it was it was incredibly embarrassing, but... Well, I mean, fuck it. <laughs> we, 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 we get things wrong all the time. Who cares? You know what? It is part of our brand. Yes, thing is very, it is. Very wrong. It, it is on brand. So it would be it would be even worse if we got things right. Okay, like, it's more entertaining. Yes, yeah, so way wrong. we do this for we do it, this for the view. It's for the way listeners. funnier to get things wrong. That's that's that is hilarious. Getting things extremely wrong is funny. I think it's funny. So I I, I welcome that. I agree. It is. It is fun. It's well. It's not fun to be wrong, but it's fun to like. Oh, it's you know, funny. Look back it's funny to see how wrong you were. <laughs> or like, we're, I'm in person. Hey, look, you you had a lot. Oh, of I was terrible. Mine was really bad. 
I'll probably have a really another bad one again. Probably be just as funny. Yeah, we'll we'll do that in a few weeks. I'm thinking. Probably. Well, probably. Like March. Probably either like. Uh, probably like towards the back end of spring training. Yeah. Yeah, I want spring training. So. Probably about a month and a half at least. Yeah. Because the season starts in two months. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I this is just gonna be a very interesting season. I am so ready to start watching games in class. I would never do that. Well, I did that for March Madness um, though, all the time. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I would do that. I did that in oh, high school. All the time. I did too. All the, every every year in high in high school, what we would do is we would, so we all got Chromebooks in yeah. high school, and uh, we would take like four different laptops. We'd have them loaded up with that, different streams, and we just watch them during class. Actually, the teacher the teacher would tell us to stop, but like you know, just it was mute like it. Two thirds of the class. Mute it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we had we'd have it muted. <laughs> I would. No, no, we literally put them together and just watch, and she wouldn't do anything about it because she knew that most of the class yeah. wasn't paying attention. So it was just we like, used to we used to do it. it um, like I I just used to do do it on my phone. It keeps. Yeah, that's what I that's what I do in class now. Like I'll put up I'll put on like uh, college basketball streams or something like that, and just I'll just uh, it's what I do at baseball too. I'll just load it up on my phone and just watch just, it in like, class. It, it was like a tradition every every March for the first two rounds. Just watch it in, in class. Well, because after the after the first two rounds, it just they wouldn't be yeah. They'd be like prime time, ish, like four o'clock, five o'clock, you know, stuff like that. So it wouldn't work. But during the first two rounds, the first game is at noon on like in the middle of the week. Yeah. So you can throw that on. It's kind of a shame now, though, because I'm pretty sure March Madness goes on during spring break for the first round, so I'm already out of class. I'm not sure if that's the case this semester. Wow, but, you, you um, get to conveniently watch them instead of in class. What a... Wow. It takes it takes some of the fun out of it, it I'm kind not going to lie. Low key. You know, part of the fun was like, hey, I'm in class right now, but look at me. I'm watching But I'm watching basketball. March Madness. We're going to get to March Madness because it's probably... This is the wildest season of college basketball I've seen in a long time. There's been seven number one seeds in the yeah. country, and it's only January. Ohio State refuses to win games now, and they were number two in the nation at one point. <laughs> but we'll get to that eventually. So when we did I don't remember how long ago this was. It was pretty recently. But you, you like, just brought up the idea of rebranding. I don't think we were, I don't think we were talking about it on an episode. I think we were no, talking about it No, it was an episode, scenes. I remember. It, it was, was an episode? Yes. I don't remember what team it was. I don't remember. Oh wait, yes, I I I remember it was a team in a bowl game, oh, and I was mocking them. It was Miami of Ohio. It was. Or something. Oh. Yeah. It was Miami Ohio. That's yep. exactly it. And we. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So we decided we're actually going to do that. Uh, ACC. Yeah, we're actually. It, it's we're not we're not marketing people by any means, but um. Yeah, we. Uh, I remember it was because um. I was mocking something. It was either like, I think it was like the, they had the logo and they, you know they had, they had they they have like this really cool alternate logo where it's like an actual hawk and it looks badass and everything, but instead it's just it's just a red M. And it's so boring. 
So we took it upon ourselves as definitely, you know, big marketing businessmen to uh, come up with some new marketing concepts for... We'll, we'll go around the Power 5 conferences at least. Mm, if we we'll like, if they like the other segments. If we if if this idea works, we'll we'll we'll. I mean, as someone who hires someone else to do logos for me, I know a lot about logos. Um, but I want to rebrand some ACC teams because I feel like there's some teams that could be doing better. You know. Um. Yeah. So let's start. So ACC. We're gonna start with the Atlantic. Clemson. So Clemson, I kind of like. Um. I like their logo. I think it's fine. However, their jerseys could probably be better in terms of football. I mean, they're like, they're basic. I mean, they don't look bad, but they're kind of boring. The orange on orange don't really work for me. Um, I've, I've never really been a big fan of orange. orange it's kind eh. of an ugly color, if you ask me. I like red and I like yellow if it's used right. I mean, But okay. orange, orange is... So, like, the Minnesota Vikings, where they have, like, the yellow trim on their jerseys, I'm not a huge fan of yellow, like, as the primary color, which is ironic because I'm wearing a Bruins jersey right now, which is black That's and not yellow. Primary, but, um, the primary is black on those. It's 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 got a good amount of yellow on it, though. Like, way more than the Minnesota Yeah, the Vikings, Vikings it's like, they kind of hide it and make it the secondary. Well, it, I don't, which, which I don't think the, co- the color's fine and the logo's fine. It's just... Hmm. Maybe... I don't know. Clemson's kind of like, they're fine. So, I'll move on. Louisville. Uh, I mean, the logos, it is what it is. I mean, they're the Louisville Cardinals. You know, I'm, it's a it's a little boring, but I like what yeah, Louisville does. I mean, their jerseys, they got some cool-ass jerseys, to be honest. So, I think they're fine. I think Louisville gets a pass. They're fine. Wake Forest, yes. we gotta do better. Wake Forest is very boring. They just got a W and an F. Yeah, so let's let's start with the logo. So first off, you got the That's Demon a stupid Demons, name. which is like the name is stupid. Their jerseys are like kind of sick. They're kind of like the Saints ones, and I like the Saints jerseys a lot. So I think their jersey and shit's fine, but we gotta do better. I don't know what a Demon Deacon is. Well, a deacon is like a member of the okay. church. Yeah, I know what a like, deacon it's, is. It's like a higher ranking than the priest. So a demon deacon a, is a, like a bad deacon. Uh, wow, that's very you know. I'm I mean, so terrified of that. It's very it's very edgy. May as well be the Wake Forest emos. I like their jerseys though. The color is fine. Their scheme's fine. You know, black and gold works. It's just the name and logo suck. Cause like I don't know how you do a logo of a demon deacon. I mean, you could probably make yeah, something that's so probably like, gonna be really offensive. So I get why they don't have that, but like, what's the point of having it well, as their name? Okay, where's Wake? Where is like Wake Forest's campus? Wake Forest is in They're in North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, so. Um, shit. I mean, North Carolina, they have the Tar Heels and the Wolf Pack, which is badass. So, like, they gotta have something better than Demon Deacons. 
I mean, we, we'll we, can get get there, to, we can get to NC like, State in a little bit. This guy's... Alright, um, so I'm looking at the mascot, and it's... I kind of mix so up, like, because they kind of have the same scheme as Vanderbilt a little bit. Um, they're mis- I don't know. We got to fix the name before we can fix anything else. I don't really have an idea for what their name should be. If, like, well, they're in North Carolina, so what's relevant to North Carolina? North Carolina listeners, because it's actually a lot of you. Help us out. Let's rebrand the Demon Deacons. <laughs> I forget who. Where? Where um, do we get that many North Carolina listeners? Hefe and just Fair, yeah, North Carolina people. Actually, yeah. I bet none of you are Wake Forest fans, but that's fine. Help us. Help us rebrand them. If you have name ideas, hit us up. So, move on the. All right, Florida so let's, State. Let's talk Florida See, State next. Low key, um, right? I mean, Florida State's like a classic program. Like they've been around forever, and their color scheme's fine. Their jerseys are fine. I love. I love it's, their color scheme. It's just like, not the biggest fan of you know, the seminal name. As I you know, I have the same feelings about the Redskins and every you know all those other things. Yes, yeah. You mean the Washington I mean. Indigenous Peoples, right? Um, so I think I'm gonna leave Florida State alone. I don't have the ideas there for Florida State, but I mean they're kind of they're good. Like they they're not bad. Their logos, their logos, and eh. I like the arrow more, but their color scheme's sick. Yeah, similarly with uh, Boston College. Um, I'm pretty fine with um, everything about Boston College, really. Lo- I mean, I don't know how I feel about the logo. The logo's a little boring, but, like, it's also... It's I'm sure it's also been the logo forever, so I'm fine with them not Walmart, it. Florida State. It's basically what you look at here. A color scheme-wise, well, I mean, yeah. talent-wise, but I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not fine with. I'm I'm fine with them not changing. I think they're okay. I mean, the logo couldn't use it, but it's all right. They're fine. Um, next up, Syracuse. Syracuse, Bryce. This is this is well, where you're up your the alley. Thing so is, uh... I mean, Syracuse has like they have cool jerseys. Honestly, like they do a lot with a color scheme that you wouldn't think. Um, you could do much with, but like, cause they have like, I know they're the orange, but like blue is the main color mainly on these like football jerseys. I mean, some of them are orange. I know. I, I know. I kind of shit on orange with Clemson. I like the blue and orange for Syracuse. I think like I think their name works. Cause it's, it's like a blue, yeah. it's like a Navy blue and an orange. I'm not a huge fan of using, I'm not also not a huge fan of using colors as a, as a team See, name, I mean, I think Syracuse Orange. I think you have to leave the name because it's just, you know, been that. I know the I know logo. They're not going to change okay. it. But... Let's talk about this logo because it. I think everyone uses this logo, and I think it's boring. I would honestly commit to making Otto the logo. I would commit to it, like make Otto like the official logo. Of Syracuse Athletics, because why not? Otto's sick. I like. 
Otto's like, ooh, you know, I like that. I could, I could, I'm not a Cuse fan. I have no connection to Cuse. I think by any you means, should make, but I, we, I like this. We as a society should make Otto the main logo, and kind of just like everything else, let it fall onto that. Like, could you like Otto on a football helmet sounds fantastic to be honest. I can get behind that. Um. Yeah, I, I, hmm? I think I like it a little, but like I said, Otto, make it the logo. Make him the logo because he's sick. Now let's talk about NC State. See the Wolfpack. NC State, the Wolfpack. See that's possibly the one of the best sick. names. That is a have. fantastic name, and it opens up so many good logo options. Their logo, it's just Syracuse's S and NC's on top of it. Makes no sense. And then even like their alternate logos, um, I'm not crazy about them either. Like I know they're. It kind of is going for like the. It kind of looks like it's trying to be you intimidating, look, like, but it your just, name is the wolf. It looks pack. really goofy. Use that. Make it wolves. Like just like make a pack of wolves the logo. Like just you could do that. It's not hard. The colors are fine. I mean, they got some cool jerseys. I like the red and the white. Red and white works for me. Kind of Louisville's thing, but whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Everything's good about it except name. the logo. I love that. So, Virginia. All right. Virginia. Now on to the ACC. Honestly, they could have some better jerseys, but the logo and the name, perfectly fine. Cavaliers is a sick name. The logo is really – I actually like their logo a lot. The V with the swords is sick. Um – just like I, I commit to orange a little more in some of these jerseys. They kind of look Auburn-y with the jerseys they have now. Um, but just yeah, like, you know, maybe maybe a little uh, maybe some orange and blue, like Cuse does. The all white ain't bad. All white's not bad ever. Uh. But yeah, other than other than their jerseys, I, I like everything else. All right, let's move you on know, to other Virginia honestly, school. Virginia Tech. I like the logo. The logo's cool. The color scheme's cool. That's the thing. I don't really like the. I don't know name. what a. I don't know what the a Hokies are kind of like. That's kind of a weak name. Um. However. I am a fan of their logo. I think it's classic. Um, I think their jerseys could be better. I think they're close. They're not bad, but not big fan of the doofy orange uh, neck on the football jerseys. That's a turkey. Okay, so um, apparently a hokey is a turkey. I'm not a big fan of that. Hmm. Not a big fan of that. That's, I I like what they've done for like I don't know if this is like an, okay so like they're, 
I like how they do it for their hockey team, apparently. I believe this is what they have for their hockey. They have, like, uh, the turkey wearing the mm, hockey. I would make a turkey on logo. it. I like the I like VTs. Looks, I'm not the biggest looks... fan of just using, like, initials as the logo, but VTs is cool. I like that. I like that logo. I don't know about, like, the color scheme, but I think it's... It's it's there's some good things you could do with that. I'm cool with that, but yeah, the name probably needs a little uh little work there. Cause you can't have Virginia run around with the Cavaliers, which is sick. Yeah, and Hokies. Yeah, it's not good. Not a good look. And then Tech is just a turkey. Miami. We could skip. All right, so let's nothing. move on to Miami. I would Miami. change nothing about just, Miami. Just Miami. They are so sick. <laughs> okay, that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> I get him a new quarterback. Miami is literally sick. Their logo know, is sick. Their uniforms are <laughs> yeah, sick. No. Their team sucks, but that's not the point right now. Um, yeah. Not the talent no, we're in the We're in the marketing department. Everything now, but, uh... about Miami is sick, dude. Yeah, bro. The Hurricanes? That's a sick name. They got sick nicknames. Miami is sick. Yeah. Just even, yeah, the U. You can even like, say, call yeah, the U. goes to the Hurricanes. You know the jerseys are sick. Everything. They are, they're totally perfect. Perfect marketing. 100 per- I Fantastic. Nothing needs to change. They got a lot. <laughs> I, I'm not a All big right, let's fan. Let's move on to Pittsburgh. Because like they got away, they kind of like <laughs> they used to be like blue and like a light gold, but now they've kind of like gone to like a lighter blue and a yellow. Don't like it. It it looks a lot like um. I'm trying to think. There's they kind of used to look more like Cal. Is, is it Cal? Now they're kind of like a mix between Cal and UCLA-ish. Um, but, see, their name's the Panthers, right? They're the Pittsburgh Panthers. That's fine, but, like, I don't really get it. Which, I'm, like, fine. I'm fine with that. I'm not really known for its Panthers. Um, however, if you're going to go with the Panthers' name, use it. Panthers are sick. Panthers are, yeah. Make the logo a panther. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so the color scheme you make with not exactly because you can't do it like the Carolina Panthers because the Carolina Panthers have you know the black and teal. Yeah, that shit's sick. So you don't really have the that option. Like the electric blue. There's still something you can do. And you can't really. And it, you don't have to worry about the Florida Panthers because they have, like, an actual-looking panther. It's not, like, you know, any color schemes or anything. So I think, I think you know, you could make something yeah. work with the color scheme. It might not be the best-looking thing ever, but mm-hmm. I think it would be better than just Pitt. Who's That's next? just lazy. Nothing. All right. They are perfect. Who is next? They are 100% perfect. Nothing needs to change. I mean, their football unions are in it, but... That logo is classic. Just fantastic logo. Yeah, no I one's... Think, I think, no, that I logo think is Jordan might have an issue amazing. with that. You, uh, uh, why would you need to change it? The name, I mean, eh, but Tariels, it's stuck. I, I, I mean, Tar Heel, I'm pretty sure that's like 
It's like uh, what's I don't know, but it's stuck and it's and it works. They're they're oh, they're home unis for football. Can't kind of be looking like Villanova, but. Yeah, oh, so you know what? It's a it's a North... nickname for residents of North. I think North Carolina is sick. I don't think they need to change anything. Yeah, I can get. I... Um. Um. I mean. All right, so we got Duke, Duke next. I don't mind it. I mean, I like the blue. I, I wish they used their, sick, their alternate logo more than just. I don't the blue like D. the devil the blue they use. Also pretty iconic, so. It kind of just doesn't look that great. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I like, like the it. blue D mark like it. of its own, to be honest. I, I just think it's nice. Obviously, Duke. I, Duke, obviously, more known for its I, I basketball. Can, I, can I think that, they're but... kind of the same as North Carolina. They're just like, there's nothing really to change. They're just kind of like classic. You know? They're just. They just do them. Like, you know that. You know that logo. And you know that team. So. I think Duke is fine. They don't need to change anything. Okay, right. so and they used the to like Coastal, be doing this the right Georgia Tech because they had the yellow jacket logo, and that was like their thing. That was the main logo, but then they switched it to GT, and like yellow jackets is a it's it's a, it's a waste. There's no yellow. There's no yellow. Yellow jacket is a it's sick like a dark name. Gold. That name is fantastic. Honestly, just go back to the old logo. Just go back to that. Just the yellow jacket B, and you're good. Honestly, because like they have the gold like color scheme thing going, which is sick. I love the gold, and they kind of got Saints unis too. Probably even more so than Wake Forest does, but just throw the B back on there, man. That's all you got to do. Because Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets is... That's a fantastic name. That is. It's a great name. They And I agree. They definitely should go back to the old logo. And, you know, you don't... You you just go back to the old logo and... Yeah. It's automatically... I mean, it's, it's a nice logo. That, that old B they used to use. Let's just do that. And I think we're, they'd be set. That was fun. That was kind of I fun. I enjoyed doing probably this. Will do I think, it more I think once, we should just uh, do it. That there's was fun. To talk about. <laughs> For, I mean, I, so I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, throw all the cards into <laughs> that ass, but we might. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see when we see, but um. Unless we got anything else to talk about, I think that is going to do it for episode 76 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's B-Riz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. I don't know why I keep saying this. You guys know who we are. If you're listening to this, you probably follow at least one of us. You know what? 